Good morning. Welcome to the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I'm Rob G. Today is Thursday, November 8th, 2018. And a beautiful day. It's 41 degrees on my commute into the box. If you don't know, I have a 9 to 5 job and I build a company outside of that. So you are along with me on this journey. And I want to thank you for coming along on this journey with me. I hope you find valuable information along the way. Maybe somewhat inspirational, motivational, but hopefully always informational. If you want to find me at other places across the web, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram, at AuthenticRobG. Head on over to YouTube for my channel, Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y, with Rob G., I got lots of great content going up there every week, so comment on those videos, hit the subscribe button, you won't want to miss out on what I put up over there. That's all about business ownership and life hacks, and a little bit about branding here and there, because at GenoveseWeb.com, that's what we do. We're in the business of branding and building brands for companies that really want to succeed. And that's what this podcast is all about. We're all about business, branding, and life here at the Authentic Rob G Podcast. Today's topic I want to talk to you about is your brand within your brand. And what the heck does that mean? Well, first of all, let's just start with your brand. And if you are not branded, or maybe you think you're branded, but you're not sure... Why don't we just start right there? Here's a couple of tips. If you have a logo, you are not necessarily branded. If you have a letterhead and a website, it doesn't mean you are branded. If you have a great company name that you have trademarked even, you are not necessarily branded. So then what the heck is branding if it's not these things? Well, the answer is, the short answer is, it's all of these things, asterisk, and that asterisk contains the really essence of branding. And that is all those things being elements of your brand. Your brand is how you differentiate yourself from others. What's the separating factor? Another definition I love is I think Jeff Bezos said this from Amazon I think I think it's attributed to him he said your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room which is really powerful because you know that's that's like if, if you've ever been in that kind of crowd or maybe at a party and you're talking with people and one person leaves the discussion and goes to another room and then the people that are remaining there start talking about that person, you know, maybe a little bit critical, most likely, but, you know, it's nothing they were saying to his face. It's just after he left, that's what they're saying about him, because maybe it's like, hey, by the way, did you hear that so-and-so? And I'm not for gossip. I don't believe in that, but that's kind of what happens when you're not in the room people start to tell say what they really feel and what they really feel is your brand now you have control over it if you have not intentionally and deliberately controlled what you want your brand to be 
by default, people will define it for you. And that's the, that's the good news and the bad news. You do have control, but if you, if you don't exercise that control, then it will be thrust upon you, like it or not. It's kind of like social media, you know. I, I was not brought up in the social media world, but hey man, I've adapted. I'm in, I'm in it. I believe in it. I think it's a great set of tools. I think it's a wonderful thing where you can market yourself basically for free for your time, really. But I've always told my kids, you know, with the internet, anything you put out there is out there forever. And if you don't want it to surface down the road, like some, uh, I guess, 20-somethings or people in college before they realize the power of social media and the internet start to take incriminating selfies of themselves, being less than studious on college campus and doing things they wouldn't want anybody to see. And then years later, whoop, goes up on the internet, pulled up, potential employers see it, and guess what? You're out of the running. So I've always told my kids, don't do that stuff. Control it, anything you want up there. Make sure it's positive, And you will be building your personal brand in the process and never have to worry about being incriminated for something you did when you were a stupid kid. <laughs> so there's, there's, some, there's some free advice for you right there. But as far as branding is concerned, let's just assume that you've intentionally branded and you've branded properly and hopefully you got professional help because most people don't know how to do this on their own. That's why there are companies like us that'll help you do that. Properly brand, authentically brand, differentiating yourself from others type of brand. But what I was going to get into here today is your brand within your brand. So what is that exactly? Now that we've established what basically what your brand is, I want to talk about those sub-brands or brands within your brands. And they are the things that position your company outside of the overall branding. So there, maybe it's a service or a product you offer that you have independently branded within your company as something uniquely yours. A good example that comes to mind because I'm a big fan of his, his process and his books and that's the... Uh, financial guru David Bach and years ago I was consuming all of David Bach's book and if you don't know he is the guy that wrote the book that kicked off that whole movement and it was called what was it called I, I, I know the brand but the first book was oh you know what it escapes me and I'm sorry about that. But he's the Finnish rich guy. And one of the books that I read, and I, I think it, it stands out so much because it was basically the one that hit me the, the, as the most important because I was getting a later start in life, messed up for a bunch of years, and that book was Start Late, Finish Rich. He also has a book that I read called Nice Couples, Finish Rich. And to accompany those books to get people actively participating in the program, he has the Finish Rich Workbook. 
So his name's David Bach, but yet everybody knows him as the Finnish rich guy, and all those are under his personal brand because David Bach is well known in the financial world. He has his own company, the financial planning company, and then out of that grew the Finnish rich brand, which came out of organically as he was talking with people, he kept getting the same questions over and over again. Like, um, I got started a little bit late. Can I still finish rich? Can I still become wealthy later in my years, even though time is not on my side? And then within the whole finish rich concept, which is, I believe is trademarked, smart man, he has one little technique that he deploys over and over again in order to illustrate his point about cutting out small little expenses, luxury expenses, things that are unnecessary in life. One of them is the latte factor. And essentially what that is, is if you're one of those Starbucks type people who stop at Starbucks every single morning and plunk down three to five bucks on some designer coffee, well, if you're doing that five times a week at four bucks a pop, that's $20 a week. Guess what? $80 a month is going towards latte, towards coffee. And $80 a month invested can be a lot of money in your retirement years. So the latte factor is something that he's trademarked, and that's, that's him. That's uniquely him, and it's a way that he can get people's attention as to the simplicity of financial well-being through his method. So, fantastically done job for David Bach in branding himself, branding his process, and having brands within brands. And so, how does that apply to you? I'm reading a lot more about this, and I think it's it's more of a thing these days that's expected. And people want simplicity, of course. People want something that they know they can achieve, whether it's finances, whether it's fitness. I mean, geez, how many fitness programs are cropping up all the time? Ab-related, arm-related, weight loss-related. Anything to, to help people get in shape fast. You know, seven-minute abs, uh, the 10-minute workout. It, it's, it's Everything is down to a few minutes a day, and you can be in shape. And these are coming up all the time. And a lot of these are branded processes. So everybody's doing it. But now I'm starting to come across it more and more. And especially as you're able to visit companies online and go to their websites, you can see that some of the most systematized companies who, by the way, are usually the most successful companies in what they do, you're going to go there and you're going to see their process and their funnel on their website, a sales funnel, as they take you step by step in leading to, leading you to make a purchase decision. Whether it's as simple as, you know, you learn a little bit about how the company can help you. You scroll down a little bit, you see three price points. One is basically the starter package, and then the middle one is the most popular always and then the one the third one one all the way in on the right 
is the most expensive option but offers the most services and usually people will pick the middle one because that's done intentionally (laughs) because studies have shown that people always pick the midway option because they don't want to cheap out but they don't want to spend the most amount of money so the middle one is the one most picked and that's the one that is usually the most profitable it's by design and what you'll see is that they are branded processes if they've done it right so inside the company itself they'll have the quote-unquote starter package and then the gold package and then the package elite and and these are kind of more generic names just so I can illustrate my point but if you go on websites and they have very specific names if they were properly branded they will because those will be brands that relate to the overarching brand I hope this is not too confusing so let me lay it out for you David Bach owns the Finnish Rich Company and under that he has the Latte Factor so it's brands within brands now if you are properly branded but you still have a website that provides information and a way to contact you in order to you know maybe talk with somebody a potential client about the possibility of working with them when you find out what their situation is and what their challenge is and how you can help them and you've got to offer a custom solution via a proposal it tends to get a little bit out of hand and that's fine that's okay to do if your business is structured like that but think about also offering something that's right on the site that is a package that a person can make a decision on right away maybe some kind of introductory package or introductory product that could lead them to a a bigger product or at least lead to a conversation that would make it very easy for them and when it's branded properly it makes sense within your perceived brand and company that's a way where you can create a cohesiveness that makes sense to people because again it's always going to go back to the connection and the connection that you have with a person or not if you don't connect with somebody you leave them confused and confused people don't buy they either don't buy at all or they will worse off they will go to a competitor of yours who has done it properly has created the connection and they'll purchase over there so you lose the purchase opportunity if they do decide to buy from somebody else if that if that doesn't happen hopefully they'll somehow become unconfused and come back to you but uh, that's that's a slim chance and that's a gamble you don't want to take you want to lead them along the way so that part of your process involved in the branding is going to be lead them along a, a certain path a sales process which is a bigger topic and your sales funnel on your website is going to help facilitate making the sale without you having to pitch or have long conversations or multiple conversations on your dime you know because it's gonna it's gonna take up your time to do that and by the way having those phone conversations is fine 
But if you do a proposal and you, you're doing it for free, um, chances are you're setting the stage for a, a very low profitable project at best and an unprofitable project at worst. In either case, neither is ideal. Best is to be paid for offering great value up front in that branded package. So people, the perceived value is very high and the actual value, what they get out of it will be high too. So do, do you have some kind of process like that in place? You have some kind of sub-brand or something that you can offer that is uniquely you. Again, the whole branding thing is about separating yourself from everybody else. And the easiest way to do that is, number one, you, you can take a look at all your competitors. And, you know, l- let's go off on that for just a second there. When I talk about competitors, you know, I've never seen the quote-unquote competitors in my area as competitors. And this is another podcast of mine. It's called Run Your Own Race. I believe in running your own race. When you start worrying about the competition and trying to beat the competition, what you've basically implied there is that you're in the same game as them, that you're in the same arena playing on the same field at the same time, and there has to be a winner and a loser. And that's really not the way to play. You want to play your own game, set up your own field, make your own rules, and run that race. When you don't have to feel like you're, when you have to beat the competition, it frees up your mind to be authentically you, be your brand, constantly hone your process and get better at it. Because as long as there's only one you, there is no competition. Think about that for a second. If you've got a great brand that you've built, and it's all done properly and it's cohesive and consistent and it's voice and visuals and you know the messaging everything then there is nobody else like you so therefore there is no competition it's one of the great powers of branding branding removes the necessity to feel you have to compete with others because ultimately competition will lead down to one thing and you've heard me talk about it before it always comes down to a price war and that is not a place where you want to compete because that is a downward spiral to the bottom who can get there first at the lower price and become unprofitable the fastest who wants to play that game not me and I recommend you don't do that either you want to be you you want to be unique do that through branding and you can command a premier price as long as you offer a premium service and premium value you can charge for it and people will pay so think about the brands within your brand branding is so powerful that if you have a great brand for your company that when you have a brand within it that you can sell man you are an unstoppable force so let me know your comments if you've done this successfully I want to hear your stories I'd love to put some stories on the air for our followers love to demonstrate this kind of stuff because this is not just me talking this is being done all over the place and if you haven't heard it or seen it, it's because I'm afraid you might be a, a me too company and I don't want that for you I want you to be the best version of your company you can be and if you haven't done that 
hey, spike some comments across the internet and find me on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG. Head on over to YouTube for my channel Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y, with Rob G. You can check out those videos and spike the comments below. Hit the subscribe button. I've got great new content coming up every single week. But I want to hear what you have to say. But that's going to be it for today. This has been the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Thank you for listening and have a great day.